0: what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast good morning to you happy monday to you happy victory monday to you hope everybody's having a good morning so far thank you so much for tuning in uh we're going to be talking about the new orleans saints uh we're going to be giving our final thoughts on the new orleans saints game versus the san francisco 49ers and are the saints in trouble without drew Brees? uh so i want to say thank you all once for those that are following in right now into the chat and if this is your first time checking out the state of the saints podcast like always i hope it's not your last time this is the most interactive new orleans saints podcast on the planet okay uh if you're new to the show all you have to do is put your comments uh inside of the uh, uh of the chat and uh I read them off. It can be a question. It can be a comment. It could be about the Saints. It can be about the NFC South or the NFL as a whole. Uh, we welcome all questions here on the State of the Saints podcast. But let's go ahead and talk about this game. San Francisco 49 versus New Orleans Saints. Uh, wasn't the best game. OK, I mean, let's just call it for what it was. It was not a good game by the New Orleans Saints, a very sloppy game football game um this was one of those games where you seen the Saints just completely dominate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and for some apparent reason you still got Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans still talking what the hell are y'all talking about you know what I'm saying what do y'all really have to talk about but anyway the Saints dominate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they go into a game where it seemed like the Saints should have had everything figured out I mean they were clicking on all cylinders they were doing everything they needed to do on Sunday night football. They go into this game against the 49ers and, you know, it was just sloppy, man. I mean, the saints didn't have the ball, uh, the whole first quarter. I think they only had like one possession, one three and out. Uh, it, it was just the, 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 time of possession was just, I mean, just so such a huge gap, uh, guys were muffing, uh, punts. I mean, fumbling a football, ball was so slippery uh, in that game i mean it was just ridiculous offensively man but defensively the saints really stepped up uh cj garner johnson was all over the field uh, i didn't know if i was watching uh cj garner johnson or troy palomalu I-, I really didn't know i mean uh bob sanders back in the day uh i mean cj garner johnson was all over the field Demario mario davis uh probably his best game of the year uh i, I take that the new orleans saints as a whole, defensively, they did a really good job. I mean, and they're clicking at the right time, especially for what happened with Drew Brees, which we're going we're to talk about a little bit later. It's good to know that the defense can step up, the offense can make mistakes, and the defense can erase them. Uh, the red zone uh, percentages are going down. Uh, at, at the beginning of the season, we all know that, uh, I think the Saints were like in a in a high 70s. Uh, it was a 70-plus percent chance. Uh, that a team would actually score on the New Orleans Saints when they get into the red zone, uh, you know, score a touchdown. But the Saints had kind of cut that in half. So you got to give them props on that. Uh, they seem to be getting pressure on the quarterback, getting them off their spot. And this was one of those games where, you know, a lot of people really don't understand. Uh, this was one of those games that can really test the defense. Uh, Kyle Shanahan does a really good job at putting guys in position to succeed. Similar to Sean Payton, Kyle Shanahan is the the same type of play calling. you got a lot of motion, a lot of rotation. So this really, you know, helps the New Orleans Saints defense, Um, especially when it comes to, like, you know, uh, good eye contact, making sure that you're getting where you need to be, uh, being disciplined on the field. So this game right here defensively really helped the New Orleans Saints going forward. But one thing that's not going to help the Saints going forward is – uh, the injury to Drew Brees. Now, Drew Brees went down in the first half. Uh, uh, he got uh, got sacked uh, and the defensive lineman put all his pressure down on Drew Brees and apparently right now he's dealing with a rib injury. Uh, he's getting an MRI today uh, from, I guess you can say, the, the start of this podcast. We don't know what the diagnosis is yet. And we'll probably find out later on in the day. But you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Drew Brees. We don't know how many games he'll miss or if he'll miss any at all. Uh, You know, but me personally, if Drew Brees is hurt, I say keep him out. Okay. Um, I understand it's about positioning. Uh, I understand it's about, you know, you want to have that number one seed, that first round by yada, yada, yada. But I feel like this year when it comes to COVID-19, uh, I don't look at a home – playoff game or home field advantage the same way i just don't um the way that the playoffs are structured teams are structured you don't have a bunch of fans in the stands you don't have to worry about crowd noise the most that you have to worry about is being disciplined you know what i'm saying i feel like the most disciplined team is going to end up going to the super bowl the team that that makes very little mistakes uh, is going to be the one that go to the super bowl uh if this was like one of those games where or these one of those seasons well, I just feel like you had a whole bunch of people in a crowd and crowd noise would play a major factor. And then I would be kind of concerned about the Saints when it comes to the first-round buy and home-field advantage. But this season, I just feel like if you're a weight team, you basically got an advantage because there, there's no crowd noise. And uh, ironically, you know, I feel like that's one of the main reasons why the Green Bay Packers end up beating the Saints uh, because Aaron Rodgers was able to do some of the things he was able would be able to do in Lambo. Uh, he did in the superdome, so uh, this is what this isn't one of those seasons why I'm just concerned about home field advantage. Would a uh, first round buy help the team as far as like them getting healthy or, or getting prepared and rested? Absolutely, but um, when it comes to like actually playing the game and worrying about okay, am I gonna play here? Am I gonna play there? I'm not too concerned about that. But uh, back to Drew Brees, uh, it, it was a tough injury. Uh, Drew Brees being 41 years old, we know that he was dealing with a shoulder injury uh, that kept him out of practice for a couple days. Uh, I think like last week sometime, but he he went out, played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he was lights out uh, this game. Uh, not so much, but at the same time, I mean, we know that he's the king of the two minute drill. He got the ball down the field uh, for the two minute drill to get the Saints to go ahead and lead 17 to 10. Uh, but Drew Brees, Make no mistake about it. Who That Nation. I don't care what anybody says. You can talk about Taysom. Uh, you can talk about Jameis. Uh, we we hear the debates all on uh, social media. If you're on a Saints group page or if you're on Twitter, people talking about Taysom Hill versus Jameis Winston. I'm telling everybody in the Who That Nation right now. Okay, rather you love Drew Brees or not, rather you think that he got noodle on or not, rather you think that he can't throw the ball down the field or not, The Saints ain't going nowhere without Drew Brees. That's just just a fact. They are not going anywhere without Drew Brees. I don't care uh, if Jameis Winston can throw the ball uh, 100 yards. The Saints ain't going nowhere. I don't care if Taysom ran a fourth flat. They ain't going nowhere without Drew Brees. And Drew Brees, to me, okay, this, this is what people need to understand as Saints fans, okay? Drew Brees is not just a good, efficient quarterback. Drew Brees is a very knowledgeable quarterback who has seen all different types of defenses. He knows blitzes. Uh he knows uh four threes. He knows three fours, he knows zone, he knows quarters, uh, he knows man-to-man coverage, he knows uh, you know, cover two, tampa two, you name it, Drew Brees knows it. Drew Brees knows how to put guys in position to succeed versus the guys that could possibly be his successors. They're not nowhere near the level of knowledge. That Drew Brees brings to the field. Just Drew Brees' knowledge alone makes him much better than all those other guys. Now, if you want to talk about speed and 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 elusiveness and toughness and dropping a shoulder, look, call on Taysom. If you want to talk about air that out and maybe improvising and rolling out, then holler at Jameis Winston. But they ain't going nowhere at all without Drew Brees. I don't look people talking about Drew Brees washed up some people talking about Drew Brees you know he should have retired years ago man bro understand this if Drew Brees would have retired if this wouldn't if Drew Brees would not have been in a Saints uniform this season there's no way in hell the Saints are seven and two right now no way no way no how there's not many quarterbacks that is going to be as limited as he's been over these past few games and still put his team in the position to succeed. Now, if we're talking about maybe, you know, steering the ship for a little while, then I think the Saints will be okay. Now, I'm hearing people in the Who That Nation talk about Jameis Winston. Um, Jameis Winston throwing a football on yesterday. Oh, he ain't hit. He ain't got what it takes oh he sucked the Saints in trouble oh did you see that almost see that interception who was he throwing to when it comes to Michael Thomas I want everybody to understand that the Saints went into the game with the 49ers with Drew Brees as the quarterback and a scheme around Drew Brees as the quarterback There was nowhere in the world that the Saints were thinking about Jameis Winston coming into the game or possibility that Drew Brees could be hurt. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Okay, so Drew Brees got the majority of the snaps. He got the majority of the snaps in the game. He got the majority, I mean, he got the majority of the snaps in practice all week long, preparing for this game against the 49ers. And people expect Jameis Winston to come into the game. Cold as ice, no practice, no reps with the first team at all, no chemistry at all with the with his teammates on the first team, and you expect this man to come out here, throw for three touchdowns, 200 yards, like, give me a break, man. Like, if you if you think that was going to happen, I hate to say it, but you're delusional. That, that works in movies, man. Like, you might see a movie like Varsity Blues, right? I mean, when we seen – you know what I'm saying? When we seen, um, you know what I'm saying, Mox, and you know what I'm saying, John Mike, whoever his name is, Moxie, uh, come into the game. You know what I'm saying? And because the quarterback ended up hurting his, uh, tearing his ACL, and he just became a household name around the state of Texas and, and just became this, the school hero. Uh, we, we talk about any given Sunday when, when Dennis Quaid went down and, and steaming Willie Beeman, played by Jamie Fox, comes into the game and just sets the world on fire. It don't work like that in real life, man. It's about scheme. It's about timing. Okay? It's about having chemistry with your receivers, running backs, or what have you. All right? Everybody around here, look, everybody around here watching TV and think that's how it works. No, it does not work like that at all, man. Like, I think we we go back and we look at what about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater played Terrible when he had to come in after Drew Brees in that Rams game, he didn't look like the Teddy Bridgewater that we seen at one 105 games. He didn't, he didn't look like that because he came off the bench about as fresh as a daisy. Like I said, cold as ice dry as the, as a bone, no sweat, no nothing. And he went into the game. So once again, it's about timing. It's about reps. Now, Jameis Winston going into the Falcon game, maybe you can judge him a little bit more harshly when you have criticism if he goes out there and he's throwing picks left and right. Then you can criticize him and say, hey, you know what? Maybe he's not it. Judge him based on a full week of practice with the first team and judge him accordingly. Now, I will say this. Don't expect for this guy to come out here just setting the world on fire first weekend give him some time. The Saints offense is really really complicated. Like all my football players out there, all my former football players. How many, you know what I'm saying, you you might see on an average of a team, 7 to 8 personnel. That means 7 to 8 different position changes. You might see that. The Saints do about 14 or 15. Do you imagine being like being on a 14 or 15 player personnel having to know where you need to be I'm pretty sure the Saints offensive playbook is like the yellow pages. but I'm pretty sure Sean Payne is going to simplify the game plan and probably get with Jameis and be like okay Jameis what do you feel like you do well what are some of the plays you feel like we can bring to make you feel more comfortable kind of similar to what he did with Teddy Bridgewater now the first week when Teddy Bridgewater was the starting quarterback, when they played the Cowboys, if you notice, they ran something similar to when Drew Brees was there. And then around week two, they started to gradually start to bring things in that made Teddy Bridgewater feel more comfortable. But once again, folks, we need to stop judging people based on play to play. And we need to just completely eliminate Jameis Winston's pass out of our minds. All right, because... If we're doing that, then we're not giving that guy a fair shake. I'm I'm sorry. We're not. We're judging him based on what he did in Tampa, and that's not fair to him. Because if you look at Tampa and you look at Bruce Arians and you look at the way that every quarterback – go back and look. You ain't got to take my word for it. Go back and look at the quarterbacks that he has coached and watch how they have led the league in interceptions – or how they had a high percentage or a high number of interceptions uh, at, at the quarterback position. Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Ben Roethlisberger, and yes, even Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying, is, is has had more interceptions in a Tampa Bay uniform as he had, I have to say, probably in the last couple of years with the, with the uh, New England Patriots. So if he throws maybe like one or two more, i mean he's probably going to exceed that tom brady didn't throw a lot of interceptions in new england but the the rate and how they throw the ball down the field and how aggressive bruce arian's offense is there is going to be a lot of risk you know what i'm saying there's going to be a lot of risk and in that case you know what i'm saying james winston threw a lot of interceptions so if we're going to judge this guy fairly we need to completely eliminate his past out of our minds and get his guy changed now, if you don't like, if you don't like Jameis Winston, then that's just another thing, okay? But I would appreciate that you just come out here and say it. Just say you don't like the guy, you you never going to like the guy, what have you. Don't try to disguise it and make, you know what I'm saying, look at every pass he do on play one It's a seven-yard completion, and then another player is behind him, and all of a sudden you yell yelling he sucked. Be real with yourself. Just say you don't like him and you don't want to get this guy fed shake. But for all those out there that think objectively, please give this guy an opportunity to uh, be with the first team, develop some chemistry, and then we can talk. I mean, I know he has a – I mean, he has great arm talent. I Man, I don't know if y'all seen that pass that he drew to Alvin Kamara. I mean, it's there. So I, I believe in him. I believe in the Saints. I believe in the coaching staff. So I think that the Saints are going to put Jameis in a position to succeed uh tyra says good morning tj who that was going on tyra appreciate you being on uh stage of saints podcast this morning uh dietrich says a uh, big facts uh sean payton is a quarterback whisperer uh jacob says that uh gfg uh so unprofessional uh let's see the yellow page is so true though i mean bria it's, it's the truth you know like when you have when you have you know, 14, 15 personnel, that's like, that's that 14, 15 different combinations of, of, you know what I'm saying, players in a game, right? So it's not a coincidence that Drew Brees can throw the ball to 11 or 12 different receivers because it's possible because of the personnel changes that they have. Like I said, on average, if you, if you play, if you play football, you'll know, like there's probably like on average seven to eight, diff, uh, eight personnel. Seven or eight different types of rotations, different styles of, you know what I'm saying, players that you can rotate in and out of a game. But to have 14 and 15, like that's crazy, man. That is, that's insane. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's not an easy, easy offense to learn. Uh, Kim says, even a veteran Emmanuel Sanders says he's never been to a team with so many different personnel. Exactly. I said, I mean, it got to be they got to have at least about 14 or 15 personnel changes they they got to like i, I it got to be like 14 to 15 uh Seattle Seahawks uh, was Teddy's first game uh yeah you know what i'm saying It was Teddy's first like first official game but i mean if you if you look at that game i mean what stood out it was Alvin Kamara I mean, <laughs> like we we talk about Drew Brees and how he checked the ball down to Alvin Kamara all the time. I mean, what was Teddy Bridgewater doing in that game? He was checking it down. He was running the same exact offense that Drew Brees was running. Okay, yeah, but I, I think I said the Cowboy game. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that, man. It was the Seahawks game. But he was checking the ball down a lot, Uh, you know what I'm saying, to Alvin Kamara. I guess the point I was trying to make is there was running an offense similar uh, to you know similar to what drew Brees was out there in that cowboy game it was still much of the same uh you know what I'm saying it was still much of the same and then like i think maybe that third game you start to see a little bit more of teddy briswater and what he can possibly do you seeing a lot of rolling out of the pocket uh you seeing like some extension of plays uh and, and then that, that game against the tampa bay buccaneers that's when uh, I, I feel like you know he starts to kind of find his groove but I mean, it takes time, man. It takes time. Uh, Who that TJ taking any calls this morning? Uh, I'll probably take a few in a minute, man. Just going to try to read some of these comments because I've been noticing when I've been going back and, and, and looking at the, uh, at the shows, man. I, I really haven't been paying that much attention to the chat. And I know a lot of people, sometimes they don't want to call in or, you know, they have a little bit of stage fright. So I want to make sure I give them the attention also, man. So I'll probably take some calls in a minute. Uh Jamaica says uh they have the most in NFL. hey yeah. That's without a doubt. That's without a doubt. Uh who that brother, that's exactly what I was saying about Winston to give the man a chance instead of counting him out already. Everybody played the same uh tune last season uh with Brit Bridgewater. Now look how uh everyone changed when he went five and zero. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we just need to get this guy an opportunity, a chance, and look, I mean. When he played in Tampa, man, he wasn't really good. You know what I'm saying? Especially like his last season. But he did do some things well. You know, like he did throw for 5,000 yards. Now, you can say he threw all those yards because he put his team in a hole. I, I get it. But at the same time, man, I I still feel like there's some good things about Jameis Winston. Now, you know, me personally, it, you know what I'm saying? As, I'm, I'm talking about outside of, uh, you know, him just being on the field. My honest assessment of Jameis Winston is I just feel like I feel like he tries too hard. Like I, I just I feel like he tries too hard on the field and off the field. Okay. I, I just feel that way. I feel like a lot of the things that he did, even like when he was in college, I feel like he was just trying to try so hard to fit in. He was trying so hard, you know what I'm saying, to be like, you know, and I don't know, man. It just kind of, it comes off as almost borderline phony sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I think that he needs to get comfortable in himself. I think that's one of the main reasons why Jameis Winston hasn't progressed in the NFL. You know, it, because I feel like as a quarterback, you gotta have confidence. You gotta have confidence in yourself. You gotta have the confidence that you can get the job done. You gotta have the confidence that nobody's better than me, uh, and I, sometimes i feel like he tries too hard but i think like with the saints because he's not the guy uh because he can sit down and you know what i'm saying and, and learn from drew Brees and learn from sean payton and and learn from you know what i'm saying a quarterback's coach and and learn from you know what i'm saying just being in a room with those guys i think they can make him much better and um uh, i don't know man i just feel like that's something that he has to work on i mean that's just something i've seen based on just the interviews that i've seen him do The you know the things that you know you see behind the scenes it seems like he just tries a little bit too hard for me but i think if he goes out there uh kind of settles down a tad bit i think he'll be okay uh pass rushes among the very best and alexander has already made a difference at the strong side yeah uh, he he definitely uh he definitely has done a really good job man. Uh, Quan Alexander he's a really a uh, good football player. Uh I'm I'm really kind of concerned though. Uh, going down a stretch uh you know is is tackling ability, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes uh he can uh, whiff on a tackle, but I tell you what man, that that guy is fast and when he when he sees where he needs to go, he gets there fast. So uh, State of the Saints podcast, uh, Congress on win last night. Uh, State of the Saints podcast, Congress on win last night. I'm not sure what that means. Bucks goal game. I apologize, man. Uh, you can't, uh, you can't meet a player that throws five thousand yards. Not confident. Yeah, he threw thirty picks, but they wasn't all his fault. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like I said, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But throwing, you know, so I just feel like there's something I just feel like he tries too hard. Maybe that's not the word that I'm looking for, maybe confidence, but I just feel like man, he just tries too hard, in my opinion. Uh, Breeze will help Winston out and in part, uh, into, uh, like never before. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, Drew Breeze only can do so much, and I get it, folks. You know, we've we seen this happen with Teddy water. Uh, last season and that's that give us that optimism but you know these are two different type of players so uh, I I do feel like we need to give him a chance Uh, but you know I don't think it should be based on what Teddy Bridgewater did because they just two different type of players Winston needs a chance the Saints playbook is complicated it takes chemistry with the personnel it won't happen in one game we should be fine with him yeah I just you know, I just think that the Saints are just a better overall team than what, what Jameis had in Tampa. Uh, if you notice, man, Tampa don't really like running the football like that. They ran it today, but but for the most part, they ain't trying to run the football. They want to throw the football all over the place. And Jameis never really had a running game. I mean, he had Doug Martin for maybe like one year before he, he left. But besides that, man, Jameis never really had a running game. He never really had any complimenter. Uh, co- anything that compliment him it was just a bunch of receivers and it was him throwing the ball 30 40 times a game you know and uh I just think that with the Saints and what they do handing the ball off to Latavius handing the ball off to uh, Alvin Kamara handing the ball off to Taysom you know what I'm saying a Mike Burton on short yardage situations I think it's going to help Jameis out a lot because I just think in Tampa you being the first overall pick Heisman Trophy winner coming out of Florida State the expectations were so high, uh, the the you know, the the franchise rested on your shoulders, and that's a lot of weight. And if you go out there and they want you to throw the football all over the place, but they don't give you no type of running back for help, they don't give you no type of run support, they don't give you no offensive line to keep you upright. you know what I'm saying? Like the, the clock in your head all just discombobulated, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, you know, like you ain't got enough time in the pocket. But I just think that the Saints uh give can give Jameis Winston structure. You know, I think they can give him all the pieces he needs to succeed. Now it's up to Jameis if he goes out there and makes the right decisions, but it won't be because the Saints haven't coached him up. I can tell you that right now. Uh crab legs Winston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's crazy though. Ironically, man, how you know you're known for for stealing crab legs, and then you come to the city that's known for, you know. Has seafood <laughs> like crab legs. I mean, but can you imagine like if Jameis Winston like goes on the stretch, you know what I'm saying? Knock on wood. And I hope that uh Drew doesn't miss an extended amount of time. But if he did, and uh Jameis actually plays well, man, there's I guarantee you every seafood restaurant in New Orleans gonna have some Jameis Winston crab legs on the menu, like for real, it's gonna be crazy, man. If he come up in here and weather the storm and and get that type of respect that Teddy Bridgewater have, I guarantee you, you can go to any Seafood Restaurant, St. Rock Seafood, uh, Cajun Seafood on Claiborne, like wherever you want to go. They're going to have some Jameis Winston Crab legs up in that thing waiting for you, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it all depends on if he goes out there and he plays well or not. Okay, right now I'm going to go ahead and open up the uh, the phone lines. Uh, Feel free to call in. Uh, I ask that you keep the calls at a minimum, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause, uh, I am going to have a, sh- I am having a show, but you know, I said, I worked all night and then on top of that, man, uh, the Pac-Man ain't doing too well. So, you know, I got to take care of him. Uh, he's at the doctor right now. So I'm actually, i to send some prayers up for my boy, man, had a fever of 103 on last night. And, um, you know, my wife uh, took him to the, to the doctor today. So, uh, I want to uh, make sure that I'm uh, available for that phone call when it uh, when she comes back from the doctor, man. So y'all y'all keep the Pac Man up in, in your prayers, lift them up if you if you uh, you believe in a higher power. Uh, oh, what's going on, T.J.?
1: You can hear me? Yeah, I can. Hear you, man.
0: What's going on?
1: How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. Who that nation? Um, first of Good all, morning. T.J. Prayers to your to your beautiful boy, man, and to your yeah, family, yeah. man. I hope. I hope. Wish him a speedy recovery, man. You hate to hear yeah, yeah. when the little
0: ones get sick, man. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, rough, man. Uh he had a rough, he had a rough night. Uh my mm-hmm. wife took him and took him to the doctor, man. So hopefully uh, we get some positive news, man. But uh yes, sir. So, what you got for me this morning, man?
1: Oh, uh, man, just final thoughts, man. Just kind of, you know, echoing from yesterday, man. Um, pretty good game, man. Hopefully everything all right with Drew. I don't want yeah. to get into the Falcons because I already know you're gonna have us, you know, that's gonna be later on in the week, but I'm gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, hey, you man. already know, man. I'm, yeah, yeah. I already
1: know it's gonna be, it's gonna yeah. be some <laughs> you know, I already got it booked on the calendar, you know, right. yeah. but um, yeah, man. So, I, I come to work this morning and you know, I work with these guys, we got fans all over. We got mm. a diehard Tampa Bay fan, I work with, I got mm. we got some Pittsburgh old heads, right? We got some cowboys. So, uh. the talk today was all I've been hearing, bro, since the season started oh, y'all going to lose this game. Y'all going to lose this game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, <laughs> bro, what could you possibly say now? Like, At first it was with Tampa Bay. And mm-hmm. then, oh, y'all might beat Tampa Bay, but she ain't going to get past the 49ers. Then you get past the 49ers. And I said, I came this morning I said, I'm going to tell y'all what. If y'all get to talking about these damn Falcons <laughs> about what they going to do, y- mm-hmm. y'all ain't going to probably see me around this unit for a while, bro. Because where, where do we draw the line? It's like yeah. I, I feel like they can't really say nothing about our team other than when we tell them or when we give them to the talk mm-hmm. about which is probably our secondary and not inconsistency right. on defense. But right. other than that, this is a good football team, man. Yeah. Um, minus injuries, I feel like we still going to find a way to get it done because that's what we do, man. Like, you know, and I, it's not even mix, the next man up mentality. It's just the depth and the and the talent. These guys know we're playing for and we play for each other. You know, right. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that pregame huddle Right. But yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that was one of the best pregame huddles.
0: Yeah,
1: and, you know, and and you can see that vamp them up, and I feel like Drew came out with that message in a pregame, and for him not mm-hmm. to perform. I feel like a lot of that had to do with it. Cause, but the message was, we play for each other. Right. You know, th- th- regardless of what everybody else said, this we know we got to do. This is we all we got, and, right. and damn it, when you when that's all you got, that's all you need. You know, right. I felt like I wanted to go out there and, and, you know
0: right. for, for yeah. two or
1: three yards. You yeah, know man. Know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: Drew but, would fire it up, man. Oh like. yeah, man. So, so <laughs> I
1: I feel like we I feel like we're gonna be all right, you know, twenty-four hours, let right. You know what I'm saying? We regress, go back into film and we just clean it up, man. But all in all, like I said, it was a good game, man. Yeah. We just prepare, rest mentally, physically, and get ready for next week. You know, don't look ahead of these Falcons. You right. know, with that being said, we laugh and joke and we still got Go in that damn snow. Hopefully it don't snow for, for Denver, but that's another topic for another week. But right. and don't overlook these teams to try to get to the Chiefs. You know, we're right. looking at some negative record teams and, right. and we see a big we see a big game coming in here. We can't pull the right. Tampa Bay and overlook how they overlook the Giants to get to us. But right. you know, that's all I'm saying, man. I'm gonna try to keep it quick, but that's all I got, man. Good win. And yep. let's just let's just prepare mentally and physically. That's all.
0: Yeah, man, I, I agree. You know, like you gotta pay attention to the team that's in front of you. And uh, you guys got to put your best foot forward, man. I mean, the Falcons are on the agenda this week, uh Hopefully they can get the job done. I mean, I'm not looking past the Falcons because we all know the Falcons play the Saints tough. You know, that's their Super Bowl, regardless of what their record is. Regardless. They want to beat the Saints. So uh, it's going to be an interesting game, man. I'm looking forward to uh, talking Falcons this week. I might get, you know, some people that I know that's Falcon fans are on the show. So. Ought to be fun, man.
1: <laughs> I already know Jerry Paul, King Arthur, those guys don't cut no slack in this chat. I don't know if you pay attention.
0: Yeah, for it. yeah. yeah I, I definitely know that, man. You know, these, these they Falcon fans, no man, they've been talking. they they, they talking. They, they they perking up, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing it on Twitter right now. Uh, we got some CZ
1: Gardner Johnsons in this chat now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> we
0: got some goons up here. <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely chosen. Thank you so much, man. Uh, have a good no problem, day. I appreciate the call, man. No problem, man. You have a blessing, brother. All right, you too, man. Shout out to chosen. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we don't we don't hold no punches when it comes to them. Uh, to them Falcons, man. No doubt about that. Sanchez, what's going on, man? What's
2: going on, TJ?
0: Man, nothing much, man. Uh, talking about uh the Saints, or what's on your mind?
2: Uh, man, just a couple quick things. First of all, shout out to Chosen. I'm actually yeah. going to bring up your point from yesterday. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, man, let me come in and do anybody's job first day, and mm-hmm. let, let's just see how it work out. Man, yeah. the whole building might collapse. We don't know. Right. Like, I don't know the system. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to get acclimated. Right. As far as the defense, oh. Uh, Man, Demario Davis, uh mm-hmm. CJ, uh they were flashing all over the screen. I yeah. don't know if this uh Demario Davis' first year a captain, I'm glad he got that on his uh chest. Oh no, I think man, he's been a
0: he's been a captain since he got here. Like okay. every single year. Every single okay. year he
2: was he's been a captain. Okay, yeah. I was just looking and it only when I seen the C on there, it only like he had like one gold star. So I was like, this Is this his first year? I'm not sure. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, you know, those captain, those, those
0: stars underneath there, you know, they just symbolize, you know, uh what captain they actually are. Like you look at uh Cam Jordan, I think Cam got all four captain. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the defensive captain. And of course, Drew, you know, we have the four stars. I mean, that just means that you know, those are the two head captains, and then you got, you know, uh Malcolm Jenkins and mm-hmm. you know, other people like that, Craig Robinson. So yeah, they just symbolize like the you know position, position captain stars. But yeah, I mean he, he definitely deserved that seat on the chip. though. Definitely
2: the definitely. Uh far calling Alexander, from what I seen of him on the field, he looked like he fitting in quite nicely for mm-hmm. you know the limited time he's been there. Uh, right. Hopefully we can keep everything going. Oh right. uh, one of my big points is honestly, I feel like the media was on the edge of their seats and they definitely gonna be on the edge of their seats uh this week, knowing we got the Falcons, because I feel like since you know we know we got some trollers and we know you right. we know we've been calling them out for just dogging us out, especially right. against the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they waiting. If we would have lost last night's game, that headline of Monday morning quarterback, oh, y'all see we were right. we the where the who that nation and our mentions now. Y'all see, hey, we were just waiting on it for it to happen. But yeah. uh as far as that might, I'm just I'm hoping that Drew Breeze is all right. When it comes to the offensive end, and I think over the next couple of weeks, we finally gonna be able to put the pieces to the puzzle of the question of who is gonna be our quarterback for the long term? Are they in the locker room right now? Right, uh, talking about Winston or Taysom Hill, are right. they in the league, maybe just somewhere else, or are they still in college? We just mm-hmm. don't know. And I think depending on how long Breeze out, we might start to see what life. May be like after Breeze and gone, so like you said, we need to take the time to appreciate why while right. we're here. Like, right, let's just dead on it.
0: Yeah, man, I agree with that. You know, I agree. Uh, first off, uh, I know you're talking about Mike Flores and Chris Sam's old hate and tails. Look, don't make no <laughs> mistake about it, Sanchez. Make no mistake about it. There are some people in the media, they are so hell bent on being right. Some of them in the back of their mind, happy that Drew Breeze hurt because it. Mm-hmm. They feel like that's going to give Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers an uh, opportunity to win a division. That's what they want, man. If I promise you, any Saints fan out there, go and look at how the media talks about the Saints and how they talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. They talk about the Saints in passing. Like, and the Saints won a day. You know what I'm saying? Drew Brees, blah, such, 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 such. But they uh-huh. never like they, it. Is always about what the Saints are lacking. Uh-huh. But if Tampa won a day, Tampa oh they bounce back. Tampa got uh-huh. their ass whooped last week. Okay, like and, and, and instead of them saying okay, Tampa lost, the Saints are a better football team. they can seem to that. They mostly focus on what what Tampa didn't do more so what the Saints did. But right. same thing. I appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you. Call back anytime, my friend. Man, right, thank you for having me. Who that? Uh, that, man. So I shout out to Sanchez. Or are we going to move forward. Got Mike Flex on the line. Mike, what's going on?
3: What's happening with you, TJ? How you doing, brother?
0: Man, I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for uh calling in, man. What you got for me?
3: Man, I appreciate you having me. Anyway, man, let me start off with, let's, let's bounce off this media thing and say, look at it this way. Yeah. The media, they still feel sour about picking the Saints three years in a row to do something. You feel mm-hmm. me? Right. So right, right. now, they're banking off of rooting against us. That way they they can save face in the long run in case we implode, which I don't I don't see happening. But that I can point. see you know when you pay attention to Skip Bayless and the rest of those guys, That's you you point. understand the talking points in the media. They want to they don't want to make themselves look stupid, right? So the, the best thing they can do is cover their asses by making themselves look like they're being contrarians. You feel me? Yeah, right. they, they go against popular belief. Right. That's why it don't make no sense when you don't see the Saints in the top three, a top five power rankings for certain people. It's Good because point. they're being contrarians on purpose, bro. Good point, and man. I, and listen, I want to give a special. I want to give three shots off. Yeah, First ahead. of all, Deontay Harris. I want to give him a shout out because guess what? When you have that type of mishap in in, in a game and in such a big moment, right. it takes a real man to get himself together to gather his bearings. You feel me? And come back out and make a play like he did. I right. appreciate that. I can appreciate that as a Saints fan because I see that he was really trying to make some happen. Right. Um. Also, Pat Rob, man. I gotta give Pat Robbins props. He came in on short notice and did his thing in a crucial, in a crucial situation. Right. And I'm not a big Pat Robb fan, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I gotta give him props for that. And I also wanna give props to Callaway, man. Callaway, something about this kid is is, is telling me that he's gonna be a superstar in New Orleans in the future. Man. He just make plays and he get and he gets the job done. You know? Right. He's I'm smart. excited to see what's gonna happen against the Falcons. I'm excited to see if we got what it takes to uh be the team with with what with the injuries we have right now, Mm -hmm. beat that type of team with that type of offense. If we can't pull it off, I'm almost confident that we have the squad that we're looking for this year. You know, because right Right. now we don't know what we have still. We're trying to figure it out. We know that we have a good team. We know that we have the pieces, but we don't know if they gel to the point where you can expect them to win games like this, but I'm expecting it, man. And I expect this team to gel. I'm loving Quan Alexander. I'm loving all the additions that we had in the off season that's working out. Um, and I'm hoping for the best, man. I'm not gonna hold up the line too much. I just want to make those comments. I'm calling from Cutler Bay. I'm about to walk to the beach after this podcast (laughs) and I'm gonna chill out and reflect on this game, bro. I'm just I just want to make those quick little points, bro. And I appreciate the show and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna continue watching like I always do. You feel me?
0: Yeah, man. Appreciate that, Mike. Uh what you say, you was uh, going to the beach where
3: I live in Cutler Bay, man. I'm five minutes from the beach. I'm about to walk out my front door, walk down the street to it, and chill.
0: Okay. Man, shoot, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You enjoy yourself, man. Enjoy your Monday. And uh, glad that when you're reflecting, you reflect reflecting on this this dub that we got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you already, it, yeah, thanks, you already know it, man. You already know it.
3: And who that? Who that to the whole nation out there?
0: Yeah, man. Shouts out to you, Mike, man. Have a good day, brother. You too, bro. Yeah, man. I would say I'm jealous, but I actually live down the street from the beach out here in Myrtle Beach, so I ain't going to be too jealous of that. But uh that that do sound pretty good. <laughs> but seriously, man. Um, Man, the media just, I don't know, man. They just don't like the Saints. And for some apparent reason, it's just always about some other team and not the Saints. But I do agree with what Mike was saying. You know, sometimes they like to go with a short sure thing versus uh, betting on something they're not too sure about. Kane, Arthur, what's going on?
4: Well, what's going on with your boy?
0: Man, what's going on, man?
4: Man, I'm cooling on this Victory Monday. Hey, real yeah. quick, though. Shout out to uh, Chosen for recognizing that we do have some CGJs up in this chat. You heard Because, man, you know, man. when the space <laughs> up, I'm on the head, boy. <laughs> yeah, hey, you so,
0: got to, man. I'm glad y'all holding I'm, it I'm down I'm, the poking people,
4: I'm poking people in the, in the helmet right now as we speak. <laughs> but, hey, bro, mm. the media... They no disrespect to no woman out there, you hear me? But the media to me is like a messy little, little girl, bro. Mm-hmm. They hop on what's hot, and anything that ain't, if it don't serve their interest, they trying to bash it or diminish it. And that's the Saints all day, you hear me? Right. I'm, 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 bummed, I'm sick of these people. Man, and-
0: I, I would, like, King Arthur, like, man, being in media and, and, you know, not trying to pat myself on the back, but, you know, studying communication at Jackson State I, I get how and why they do the things that they do. You know, I, I know, I know why they do the things they do. Uh, you know, some of the words that they use and stuff like that. It's just, mm-hmm. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? They, they try to push, man, it, it's all about, it's about <laughs> ratings, right? It's about ratings. That's one of the right. main reasons why if you turn to your, your, your national media, they're always talking about the Steelers. They're always talking about the Cowboys they always talking about Bill Belichick and them. There's a reason why, because, you know, they look at the fan bases and stuff like that, and they look at, like, things as, like, a nostalgia, right? So they feel like that's going to bring in all these different fans of, of these teams that got fans all over the place, and they watching, and, you know, they get paid through sponsors and viewership and stuff like that. So that's the reason why they focus on some of these these major you know what I'm saying these main teams that we just tired of and they don't even re- deserve to be on TV for the exception of the Steelers you know what I'm saying Steelers they doing it, they thing undefeated but
4: yeah I want I want to pick it back up what you said cuz I I also my brother have a, commu- a communications degree right. so what it what it remind me of is a, like say you know you know a person's nature bro you know that they're a liar you know what I'm saying I know you're a liar I know you are going to lie right. but when you do it, because I'm your friend, it doesn't mean it hurt any less, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. just as annoying, it's just as painful. But I knew you were gonna lie, so right. it's like when they do that when they handle the Saints on on the media, like, oh my God, Colin Coher, Jesus Christ, right? Um, how can you put a team that's four and five or four and three in your top five, right? And just t- just when they get to the Saints, you don't put them in the top ten at all, and they was five and two. And you talking about something, oh, I just don't buy the Saints. Boy, hey, go go find you something to do, boy. before I find something for you to do.
0: Man, but- it, it's all about, like I said, it's all about being a shock jock. And, I, you know, I mean, man, I have to talk to, man, I, I have to tell y'all that story another day. You know, I, I just. <laughs> About you know, shot jocks and stuff like that, and and uh, but I go go finish this statement. I'm sorry,
4: <laughs> real quick, though. Like, yeah. I was I was uh listening to you on um at the halftime report last night, right? I wouldn't have been on, the, I wouldn't have made the rest of the game, bro. Because what, Bruh, was, do to, uh, mm, to no. trick on Smith, bro, no, oh, oh, I'm I'm getting that fi- I'm gonna earn that fifty thousand dollar fine. You heard me, bro. I'm out. I'm a- <laughs> Bro, oh, I'm not no. finishing that game. I'm taking my helmet off. I'm taking wow. his helmet off, and I'm straight going Cortland Finnegan on that boy. You remember, <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember I- Andre Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember. Hey. hey, I'm not finishing the game, you Keen know, Arthur. I'm not finishing, though. Like I'm not Johnson. finishing the game. I'm, I'm Andre not. Johnson is the first
4: dude. That I seen you fight somebody and did it smart. He pulled that boy helmet off first and then I'm about to put you in this blender. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, he took that boy straight to Canal Street.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, mean, I definitely remember that, man. But I, you know, I'm hey. not finishing the game, bro. I'm my, not boy,
4: ain't no A. Ain't no just go ahead and take my jersey right now. Just, just go. You can have it. Yeah. I, I earned it and everything for y'all. I'm not going to need this the rest of the game. You right. can hold on to it. Hey, but man, I'm going I want mail. to, uh, to take, a little, take a little tangent real quick.
0: Yeah, I'm not
4: trying to promote on your show or nothing like man, that. But man,
0: I, even if you, man, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I got, a, ahead. I got a company called FIX. Well, mm-hmm. it's, that's the acronym. It's Fortune Infinite Excellence. What we do is I build custom-made interactive paint games. Right. And we actually have to be players in those games. We use those games to create artwork, and that artwork in, ter- in turn tells our true history as a people. Right. i'm actually coming to charlotte i okay. got uh i got paid to do an event in charlotte and i want y'all to come out man i think y'all have some fun it's some it's a vibe y'all never never had before it's not a sip and paint or nothing like that mm-hmm. but i think y'all have some fun bro i take games that we grew up on like anything like giant uno and i, I put a paint and twist on it okay. anything like that and i make completely brand new games but okay. I think that'll be something dope that y'all experience. Y'all would be able to experience. So be on the lookout for your boy. And I'm going to bring TreQuan Smith with me, you hear what Just, <laughs> 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 Just so we can start something, bro. I'm trying to fight. I, that's the first time somebody bucked me up, bro, in a while. You bro, hear me? <laughs> I
0: Bro, I wouldn't have finished that game. Man, I was so mad. I'm like, when I seen, I seen the replay, I'm like, man, bro, like, I get, man, you, you got to beat up for your teammate and stuff like that and finishing the game and all that. Bro, I ain't finishing that game. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care if I'm leading the league and reception touchdown, you I'm not <laughs> finishing that game. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm, I'm
4: going to take a stats hit that game. But, oh, hey, I just man. I ain't going to hold you, but I just seen uh, – it just popped up and said Drew Brees got a rib contusion. Yeah. And the reason he didn't come back in the game, he said he just felt uncomfortable. It wasn't it wasn't about the pain. Right. He, he just couldn't – complete the full rotation of his throws and stuff like that right. and felt like he wasn't gonna be effective. That's why he didn't come in and that's why he stayed suited up on the sideline because right. he thought he was gonna be all right. But um he it said he could miss time, but it's unlikely. Mm. So we need to brace for the fact that he could miss a, a week or so.
0: Well me Key Arthur, like I said at the beginning of the show, um if if he <clears throat> has any type of discomfort, leave him out. Leave him out. Even if he even if he could play, leave him out. Okay. Because right, just reminds me of that of you know what I'm saying Tony Romo. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm comparing <laughs> to Tony Romo. But you know what I'm saying, they had a time where you know what I'm saying he had a rib in, injury and he had to wear that Kevlar vest. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, he just put a target on you, you know what I'm saying? And we're gonna need Drew Brees down the stretch. I'd rather him miss a game versus the Falcons. <laughs> Then, right. Uh, hey, what, what happened to uh to Josh Hill, bro? I heard he had a concussion too. Yeah, concussion, man. Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I think it was a play away from the ball, but I'm mm-hmm. a really little concerned about Josh Hill at this point. Uh Josh Hill has had a little bit of a history with concussions, man. And like I said, um, concussions, they they cut, you know what I'm saying? When one happens, man, it just, it's just a reoccurring thing. Like I, I I used the example with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks got shellac. You know what I'm saying? Knocked out cold by Malcolm Jenkins in that Super Bowl, and ever since then, he has not been the same player. He has had right. just about three or four concussions since then. So that's why I'm concerned about Traequan. I, I doubt if he's going. If I if I'm the Saints, I'm not having him play against uh, the Falcons on Sunday. Because yeah, this is dirty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: speak, speaking of dirty, I'm you know, I'm out here in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. you, well, you know me. they
4: get all they could get from me. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Look, man, I, I look, I I ain't got nothing against Atlanta. I mean a great city, you know what I'm saying? Like good people and stuff like that, man. But they know what it is, man. They know I just don't like it their is.
4: fan base, bro. They them and in, in Dallas, they fan base, Jesus. Like their teams got some talent, bro. But their fan base is so delusional and arrogant, it's ridiculous. And for no reason. Mm-hmm. None. Bruh. But I don't know who you look at it. Like, it is
0: <laughs> hey, you man, know what I'm talking about. That am like, man, know. I appreciate it, man. Hey, I mean, I, man, me and you talking, man, I forgot this is a show, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, but shout out to Keith Arthur, man, my guy, man. man All right, been I'm going back right now, you know I mean? All right, man, take it easy. Man, I got this a show, man. My boy Keith Arthur, man, come through. But, man, that's how it is, man. We family on this show. And, and uh, you know, you call in, man, you know. Like I said, man, you just, you know, good times, man. Good time, man. Shouts out to everybody in the chat. Shouts out to all the people that called in. Man, y'all, y'all just don't know man, how much y'all mean to me. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the familiar names and, and, you know what I'm saying, the people that call in on the regular, man. Thank y'all so much for making this show what it is. I mean, I mean, I worked all night, man. Came up here, did this show, man. I, I, no regrets, man. No regrets at all. I love it. Uh, good morning, TJ. Uh, what's the, the call-in number? Uh, Kevin. I apologize, man. But we about to wrap the show up. You know what I'm saying? I'm at the, uh, we're going to have to wait till next time to call it, man. I don't know if you just got here, uh, but, uh, my son, uh, is sick. You know what I'm saying? Today. And I did want to do a show because I promised you all to do a show. He's at the doctor right now. So when they do get back, you know, from the doctor, I want to be able to be there for him. And so, and a matter of fact, I actually hit him coming through the door right now. So, I'm going to have to go ahead and wrap it up, folks. Uh, my, my boy just came through the door and tr- about to go see what's going on with him. But thank you all very much uh, for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast. Anybody that didn't get a chance or opportunity to call in, uh, feel free uh, to call in on tomorrow. Um, I'll keep you all posted. I'm going to try to get an interview. Probably going to get try to get my guy, uh, Jeff Nowak, uh, back on the show. Y'all probably know him from uh, uh, NOLA.com and, and the Advocate. Uh, he's been on the show a couple times man he's the guys that break down the x's and the o's tells you about the willies and the joes so we're gonna try to get him on the show this week and maybe i'm going to get an atlanta falcon fan on the show uh i know a couple of them uh that they have podcasts so hopefully i'm probably going to try to get them on the show man so i mean <laughs> i know y'all don't want to miss that but please subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com search D state of the saints podcast Facebook.com, search D-State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Thank you all so much. In the words of uh, Quan Alexander, have a legendary day. And like always, all I got to say is, who that.